and we're back another episode of what's the line monday morning podcast listen so much going on this week this month this year um mike curry is going to do most of the heavy lifting on this one obviously i'm going to introduce him bring him in Want to talk uh, the, the 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 Dixon wedding, the amazing Dixon wedding. We're going to talk uh, the teams eliminated. We got to go, go fishing for some of these teams, the teams that are still here. And I'll give you guys the best bet is uh, before I exit, but it's mostly Mike Curry doing the heavy lifting today. So Mike Curry, talk to him. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Your favorite duo is back. Feeling good, feeling great. Feeling good, feeling great. How are you? I'm feeling good, man. Uh, coming off the heels of a great weekend. Before we hop into sports, man, I want to congratulate um, to Mr. and Mrs. Marquise Dixon. I had the pleasure of going to our guy, Papa Keese's wedding. Uh, whole Annie Up was in the building, man. Uh, so that shows you guys that Annie Up isn't just, you know, a business uh, sports consultant firm. We, we are a family. We are a family. And had the pleasure of being invited to Keese's wedding. And it was great. It, it, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. And that was my first ever wedding, too. So I'm definitely honored to be invited. And I talked to Keese, and he was like, he was honored that I was able to attend my first wedding, and that wedding being his. So... It was great. It was great. But let's get back to business. Let's hop in the sports, man. And we had some teams advance. Warriors beating the Kings in game seven. Uh, we had a couple of um, second round series actually start. Um, Suns Nuggets. Nuggets up 1-0. Um, Heat, uh, Heat Knicks, I'm sorry. Heat are up uh, 1-0. And we got the Celtics and the Sixers starting Tuesday night. And... On Monday night, rather tonight, rather, and got Lakers and um, got Lakers and Warriors coming up soon. But you know, as some teams advance, we got to talk about the teams that are gone fishing, that are done. So let's start with the team who was eliminated first. Uh, we didn't really drop it. I didn't mean drop an episode Friday or Saturday, but or following that that Hawks Celtics game. But the Hawks gone fishing. Uh, so, what I think here, like, obviously, Trey Young and DeJounte Murray, this was their first year together in a backcourt. But with that being said, um, I, I guess, I, I don't know. It looked like they didn't all the way click. And, obviously, they had to get a new head coach midseason. They McMillan fired, and you bring in Quinn Snyder. And I thought Quinn Snyder was pretty exceptional. Um, the Hawks did win their playing game versus the Heat, and then they did um, ended up pushing the Celtics to a game, a game six uh, in the A. So they, they, they had a little bit more fight than I thought. But what I would say is to, I would say try to move Clint Capella and John Collins. Uh, Clint Capella, I don't think you, I don't think you really need him. Um, he was kind of not, I'm not going to say unplayable, but he's best suited in the paint. And in that matchup against the Celtics, he had to guard Al Horford. And Al Horford, we know he can shoot the trade ball pretty sneakily. Um, he can hit, I think he hit almost two threes a game in that series. But you know what I'm saying? When you got a guy that can stress the floor, Clint Capella is almost unplayable because he's a rim, he's like a Rudy Gobert, a rim protector. Um, 
guy catches catches lobs. Um, doesn't really have a ton of, of fundamental to his game, and he's kind of a one-dimensional player. Uh, John Collins, he's been kind of bickering with the Hawks. Um, he wanted to get traded from the Hawks last season. Uh, I, I don't. I think he's better suited on another team. Maybe you bring in some young pieces. Um, as far as the big man situation, you have on Yeka Kungu, who played pretty well in this series for the Hawks. So I think if you can uh, get rid of those contracts and, you know, net some younger pieces or even, you know, some some draft capital, I say you do that. Um, just because, I mean, their value, I don't think their value is going to get any higher, to be honest with you guys. Um, so I would definitely see what you can get for both of those guys on the market. I'm cool with running back to DeJounte Murray and Trey Young uh, backcourt. Um, but you guys got to get some better role players and just fill out the roster a little better. I did like what I saw from DeAndre Hunter in the series. But, yeah, I would say get rid of those two uh, guys that start and Collins and Capella. I'm going fishing. Memphis Grizzlies. So what I think the Grizzlies should do is this. I want you guys to go to the kitchen, grab your sharpest knife, and just cut a slice of that humble pie. Put it on a plate, grab your fork, and have and have a slice. Enjoy the slice of that humble pie. Listen, I'm not here to hate on the Grizzlies. I'm, I'm not here to do that. Um, I think they're, they're phenomenal. I think John Morant is, is pretty amazing. Uh, I was watching the game with Rome and his brother, Ramar. Golden, shout out Golden Boy. And we was talking about John, John Morant got some AI to him. You know what I'm saying? Some Allen Iverson to him. Some bounce with, with more bounce, <laughs> pretty much. And Jaron Jackson, Triple J, he was an all-star this year for the first time. Was also the defensive player of the year. Um, Desmond Bain, he was... You know, very inconsistent in this series. I, I say those three guys you have to keep. Um, Steven Adams has to get healthy. Brandon Clark has to get healthy. I said on record, if the Grizzlies would have had those two players, I think I would have picked them to beat the Lakers in the first round because um, I thought those two players uh, mattered a lot. I mean, Xavier Tillman, uh, give God credit, but, you know, Steven Adams, they, they just needed more size and more length, and I think Brandon Clark could have helped neutralize, like, some of the things that guys like Rui Hachimura were doing, and, you know, that's another guy that you can put on LeBron, too, in spurts and even has some versatility to guard AD. So I thought he would have helped just because he would be able to guard the, the Lakers' two best players. Um, so I would say do that. Um, Dylan Brooks uh, got to cut bait with him. I know he's an unrestricted free agent. Got to move on. Got to move on. Um, I, me personally, I would have liked to see Zaire Williams play a little bit. He he was playing on their team last year. He's getting playing time. I don't know. If maybe he's going to take Dylan Brooks's time or or what, but... I would like to see him in there. I like some of the guys like they Roddy, like they just, I don't know. I don't know. They, they have to do something and they also need, here's, here's the thing. The, the regular season favors these young teams that like to get out and run the, you know, the full court fast break game. The Grizzlies can do that all year. But when it got time to, when it came time to get some buckets in the half court setting, it was tough for them to do. So I think, you know, if they can acquire a, a nice little wing score, not, not, not any big time player. I mean, or you could, you know, you know, make a call in the trade market. But if they can acquire somebody that can get you a bucket in the half court um, consistently, like maybe like a Karis Levert type, not 
saying go get Karis LeBert, but a player like that that can score in the half court because when, when the Grizzlies had to play in the half court, they struggled. And, you know, I know they like the, I know they had a great record in the regular season, but the regular season favors these young athletic teams, these young fresh legs. It favors them. Same with the Sacramento Kings. I'm going to get to them in a second. But the regular season favors that. And the postseason favors the older players, the more seasoned players, the more experienced players, the players that have been there before and players who can adapt to the half-court game and the game when it slows down. Um, so for the Grizzlies, gone fishing, uh, get healthy. Oh, I'm sorry. Eat the humble pie, get healthy, and acquire someone who can score in the half court, like a Karis LeVert type. And Dylan Brooks, you got to go. You got to go. Um, so that's my going fishing for the Grizzlies. The Sacramento Kings, I don't really have too much for them to do um, because this was kind of their first time. Unlike the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies have been in the playoffs the last three years and were in the play-in in the bubble in 2020. So I don't have too much for them. But for the Kings, they, they've never been here before. So I thought this was great for them. You play the defending champs. You go to game seven with the defending champs. Because, mind you, the Sacramento Kings, they were up 2 on the series. We expect the Golden State to counterpunch and win two games back at the Bay. But the Kings, and they ended up winning game five. In Sacramento. So we're like, oh, okay. But the Kings, they took the Warriors' best punch. And they came out and punched them in the Bay in game six, which really impressed me because I thought Golden State was going to close them out in six. But they the counterpunch, and they were up two at the half in game seven. So that shows you that they just pushed the defending champs to seven games. That's very impressive. That's very commendable. I want to shout out to head coach Mike Brown. Shout out to Sabonis. Shout out to De'Aaron Fox. Um, those guys were great all season long. I know De'Aaron Fox struggled a little bit. But he outplayed Steph most of the series. Obviously not yesterday, but he outplayed Steph most of the series. And... Um, yeah, I just want to shout out those guys. They need to get some more experience. I thought Malik Monk was good. I, I would say get rid of Harrison Barnes. He does nothing for you anymore. Um, you got a new, better version of him and Keegan Murray. Um, so I would say cut ties with Harrison Barnes. And, you know, the Kings now put themselves and set themselves up as an attractive team for, you know, maybe not the, the high-end free agents, but, you know, teams going to like, hmm, the Kings got something brewing. You got something going. Good fan base. Nice arena, light the beam, all that stuff. You know, I think they're going to be able to attract some type of free agents, and I think they just need it. I think they need some more vets. I know De'Aaron Fox is a young vet, so it's a bonus. Um, but I just, not just a, a vet, but a vet with experience, a vet with some playoff experience, because they didn't have a ton. I know Sabonis played in a little bit. Harrison Barnes was on those Warrior runs, and I mean that's kind of it. That's kind of it. So you get some guys with some more playoff experience. I think they'll be just fine. Um, it, it, it's unfortunate for them that the Warriors were so bad in the regular season that they drew them in the first round. Because I think the Kings could have beat almost any other team if the you know if the deck was shuffled differently. I think the Kings could have beat and came out of the first round. They played another team. Just unfortunate they drew Golden State. So let's move on. Uh, we got a couple of games tonight. We got the Sixers and the Celtics starting their series. Um, series going to be in Boston. Um, I do like the Celtics in six games. I will say that. Um, I think the, the series spread is minus two and a half. 
Uh, Joel Embiid, uh, say he's going to be doubtful, but he may play. I don't know. Um, but I, I, I like the Celtics in six, so you can do what you will with that information. Maybe take a, um exact series outcome. Um, that should be profitable. I should be plus like a few hundred. So, hey, go for it, man. I, I like that. I like that play. I couldn't talk anyone off. Um, but, yeah, I really got to see what's up with Embiid. The spread is at 10. I don't really like football numbers. Uh, I don't know. I think the Celtics might smack this team up. Um, but I do think the keys to this series will be um, Joel Embiid and what version of James Harden we'll see. So I'll say that. I'm not going to keep it too long-winded on that one just because of the unknowns for game one. Uh, Suns Nuggets. Um Nuggets were able to take care of business in game in game in game one. Uh, kind of smack the Suns around, uh, and that's what the Nuggets do, man. Don't sleep on the Nuggets, man. Uh, they're, they're laying four and a half, and we'll see what the Nuggets do. Uh, we'll see how the Suns bounce back. I think the Suns will still win the series, but um, I, 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 if the Nuggets win game two, they just took care of business. I'm not even going to get too much into it. So, um, I, we'll look at some KD props though, because. Then the guy, I think the Suns, I think the Nuggets have guys to guard Devin Booker, but I mean, there's no guard in KD. So I look at some KD props. Um, I do want to talk about yesterday's games. The Heat defeat the New York Knicks 108 to 101. Uh, Jimmy Butler. He was huge, ended up tweaking his ankle, rolling his ankle towards the end of the game, had 25 points, 8-16 shooting. Knicks weren't without Julius Randle in this game, but they got contributions from a couple of guys, including Jalen Brunson and also R.J. Barrett. Um, Obi Toppin even had a nice game hitting hitting a few threes, 18 points for him. Um, It just proved to be another Jimmy Butler story, to be honest with you guys. But Gabe Vincent was huge for the Heat, hitting five threes. Kyle Lowry was pretty good uh, off the bench for the Heat. 18 points, three threes. Um, Just shout out to the Heat, man. Shout out to Heat culture. I don't really got too much, but I do like the Heat to win this series. Um, Even though Jimmy, despite Jimmy Butler rolling his ankle, I still like the Heat. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about Wardell Stephen Curry. And people probably put this at the front after going fishing. But I'll be remiss if I didn't talk about Wardell Stephen Curry. I am Mike Curry, but I'm not the biggest fan of Steph Curry. I repeat, my name is Mike Curry, but I'm not the biggest fan of Steph Curry. But I'm not even going to get into that. I got to give this brother his flowers. Game seven. Most points scored ever in a game seven. He was outstanding. When many guys didn't have it going for the Warriors, Steph Curry was consistent all game long. Shout out to Looney on the rebounds, though. 21 rebounds for him. But Steph Curry, he had it going. Not just from three. He had 22 points in the paint. His most ever scored in the paint. Hitting some ridiculous scoop layups and floaters. Oh, my goodness. That was just an all-time performance. I watched the game with my family, and I was blown away. I really was. I, I was. I, th- I think Steph's amazing. I'm. I'm not the biggest fan, um, but I respect greatness, and that was greatness personified. And that was just. That was just amazing, dog. That was just freaking amazing. But uh, shout out to Steph, man. Fifty points, fifty piece. Um, he told the Kings to light the beam. 
Um, it was an amazing performance. It was an amazing performance. Second leading scorer for the Warriors was Wiggins with 17, Clay with 16. Not much from the guys off the bench. Um, shout out to the Kings, though, making it that far, pushing the Warriors to seven games. You guys did great. Well done. I'm signing out. Uh, Lean with KD props. I'm also linked with Lean Celtics in six. Uh, we'll go shop around for that. And I'm out. Yesterday was amazing. Amazing weekend. Mike Curry is out. Peace. My best bet, I'm going to go to Denver Nuggets minus the four and a half. I really um, like this spot. I mean, game two at home in a series has been really profitable over the past five or seven years. Um, so, you know, that game one can kind of go iffy, but that game two usually favors the home team. Um, it's definitely over 60%. So I'm going to lean with that here um, as it's moving day for me, first of the month. Um, a little personal P there. Um, and, yeah, so doing that, shout out to Mike Curry for holding me down, holding us down. And we'll see you guys Wednesday.